Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Beyond Plastic Coffee Talk, where we meet people who are working together for a world with less plastic. I'm Katie Holloway, the founder of Cocoon Communications, and I'm supporting the Beyond Plastic platform with PR and marketing. And I am Ulrich Kreminski. I founded Beyond Plastic. In today's Coffee Talk, we are joined by Valentina Aliaga, the co-founder of Labva, the Valdivia Biomaterial Laboratory and winner of the Beyond Plastic Silver Award for Best Initiative. Welcome to the Beyond Plastic Coffee Talk, Valentina. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you very much. Great to have you here, Valentina. Before we start talking about a world with less plastic, let's check the following. This is a coffee talk. So do you have a drink in front of you? Yeah, I'm right now with a cup of coffee ready to start. <laughs> Very good. So we are all set for the first two questions, which are, who are you and what do you do? First of all, thank you very much to the team of Young Plastic for being able to show the work behind our laboratory. We are very happy and honored. My name is Valentina. I'm co-founder of the Valdivia's Biomaterial Laboratory in the south of Chile. We founded the laboratory in 2017 together with Maria Jose and Alejandro. They are both architects and I'm a designer. We soon realized that we need to incorporate a scientific perspective. So we incorporated to the team Esteban. He is marine biologist and Gabriela biochemistry. We explore alternatives to create a native palette of biomaterials. And we are a citizen's laboratory. This means that we put all of our knowledge and all of our research and explorations open to citizens and trying to bring them out all the research process that sometimes is concentrated in the academies or large institutions. Our role has been to produce knowledge, but also above all, to mediate that knowledge so that it can be democratized and internalized by the citizenship. This sounds like a great mission. How did you personally get interested in sustainability? I was very conscious on what surrounds me, and I think it was a similar motivation for all the team. We are very grateful for all the natural diversity that we have in the south of Chile. Because of that, I think we move all together into the idea that we should understand ourselves as an organism, that it's able to co-create with nature and use our knowledge to improve the environment that surrounds that, our cities, our communities. Fantastic. So you all came together with the same vision. Now, what was the first step of action for LAPA? It was kind of funny. We are friends and of course we had a lot of common interests. Some of them is interest in local biodiversity, interest in craftings and manufacturing related to our territorial ancestral culture, and mainly interest in food and everything that has to do with cooking and the kitchen. So, yeah, so I think from there, from cooking-related process like fermentation, we started to question what if we are able to experiment mixing our professions with this common interest, using our kitchen and co-creating with living organisms. So we built this biomaterial exercise, this native palette of biomaterial through three key processes for us, the extraction of biopolymers, the cook of our materials and the cultivation of biomaterials. 
you talk about cooking in the kitchen with materials. What kind of ingredients do you use to make your materials? Basically, one of our focus is the natural abundance of our territory. All the extraction process is directly related to this natural abundance. The process of cooking our material is directly related to the anthropic waste that we are creating in our communities. What happen in the kitchen are basically chemical reactions that happen by the action of the mixture of certain compounds. And it's here where we integrate this anthropic waste to create more three-dimensional forms. We use, for example, ashes. In the south of Chile, it's very common to use the wooden heating. For example, we identify that as an anthropic waste and we use the ash to create some uh, material options. And uh, other examples is that here in the south of Chile, we have a huge culture related to craft beer. So we identified the spent grain of the beer, like a local waste, and we used that spent grain to create these mixing materials. So it's basically linked to our daily life waste. That's amazing. So it's a really circular process. And it sounds like your work is very practical and experimental. Exactly. We are focused on these explorations and trying to open this native palette of biomaterial through the experimentation. In your country, you have this ancient culture bonded so close to nature, and it's a tremendous value to source from that. Yes, for us, it's also very important to connect with the ancestral culture. There is so much knowledge around that. We think that for creating new materials, we really need to start giving some motion to that materials. Because the main problem now is that people don't have any attached to the material cultures. So it's everything disposable and it doesn't mean anything if I throw away a plastic bottle. If we want to change something, we really need to start giving the material a new emotional perspective. Even the collection process of some raw materials. We have indigenous communities that are dedicated to collecting some fruits in the forest, some abundance that exists in our territory, and they do it from a very conscious perspective. This sounds so good because it's our philosophy at Beyond Plastic as well. We think in today's world we are so much disconnected from the things around us. We do not know where products came from, how they were made, and where they will end up. So it's time to reconnect. And we need to start to observe our territories, understand how they interact. That is also something very beautiful when I talk about growing our materials because we work with living organisms. Suddenly we understand that we're no longer a superior entity We generate certain conditions to the environment. It's the organism that completes the design process. So it's like a co-creation. That is something very beautiful. And we don't have the absolute control when we are growing our materials. It depends on this tiny, tiny organism. Great. And we'd love to hear some more about what your future plans are for LabFA. We are trying to formulate how this biomaterial current is inserted in the productive structure that exists. Chile has a little industry and therefore we have identified within the feedback that we have received that there is interest in proposing other types of materials, but there is nobody who's really willing to take that risk. So if nobody is going to do it, we have to do it ourselves and test our position. And that is what we are doing. 
We are working with one of biomaterials based on a native plant that grows in abundance. And we are trying to generate a first production prototype on a slightly larger scale, but still having a territorial focus, trying to propose a new industry model that it's able to create local networks, connecting some other local productions, identifying the waste, connecting also with our local collector communities and understanding the ecosystem role of the material with this territorial point of view. Interesting. Perhaps this is an opportunity you have in Chile. In other countries which are over-industrialized, the established corporations might be more hesitant to change towards sustainable solutions. I think it is a great approach to work with the resources you have at hand locally. Exactly. And I think that's something very important that uh, all this exercise of biomaterial and biofabrication have, because it's a tool to start talking about these topics and to, to start questioning how the model is working and, uh, and to understand that it's really important to generate some local autonomy for our territory. And if we are able to observe this abundance, this local production chains, we will realize that we can create some of this autonomy. We are not trying to see this in a competitive point of view when we create a product. We believe that each territory is able to create their own native palette, depending on what is the abundance. We imagine like a future where every territory has their differing native palette, depending on what is the abundance and then differing uh, small micro industries that connect their own productivities. Labva is a large community now. How did it grow? Something very curious happened because we are in a small city and since we have this very open approach with our process, with our methodologies to share it and our experience, people were open. Oh, what is happening here? This strange entity that came talking about biomaterials. So people were very open. We were very focused on a local community and then suddenly through the media and, and social network, we started to grow, to grow, to grow. Something beautiful about Lava is that people recognize it as a very friendly entity. We want to approach people to get people closer to this. People actually imagine like, oh, a laboratory, something huge, very far away from us. And we say, hey, we are a kitchen that we call laboratory. <laughs> It's good to hear that people are eager to join and you offer the opportunity to participate. I think a lot of us feel inside that we cannot continue how we treat the world today, but sometimes it is hard to find a place where we can contribute actively for a change. That is the mediation we do. We make a process of experimentation, but the fundamental thing is the work of mediation. All this knowledge has to permeate, has to be distributed, has to be open to the community. And one of our work is the education. And mediation has to do with allowing other people to work with this material, but it also has to do uh, with the process of reflection. If we manage to get the community to play that role or to have a role of being the ones who demands changes, we believe that we can face the environmental crisis sooner. Valentina, we could talk for another two hours, but unfortunately, our coffee talk time has run out. Thank you so much for giving us this valuable insight into Labva's activities and congratulations for what you have built up and what you are doing. Thank you very much for inviting us. Thank you to everybody for listening. 
Uh, you can find the transcript of our coffee talk and also a link to today's project at www.beyondplastic.net. Please also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on social media at Beyond Plastic. It's great to have you on board on our journey for a world with less plastic and we'll see you again very soon.